guns, money, and sex. You would think that would be a great subject matter for a spicy, spicy podcast. Unfortunately, it's all bad news. All today, Eric's America. You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American, recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello, welcome, happy Wednesday. Another week, halfway through. We've made it halfway through another one. Uh, I have made it as well, so uh, hope everybody is doing okay. I'm glad to see uh, people uh, checking out the podcast. Uh, really appreciate all of you that uh, like, subscribe, rate, review. All those things make a huge difference, and it is very much appreciated. Uh, the other way to uh, really uh, help with the podcast is just uh, if you enjoy it, tell a friend, and uh, they may enjoy it too, but either way, more people check it out the more that we can do here with the podcast so all that's getting out of the way um i hope you like the intro uh usually it's sex drugs rock and roll or if you want to make a good spicy story you have sex money and guns and boy that's that seems like the recipe for uh you know a crazy movie unfortunately they all um do have uh things going on right now in america but uh None of it is uh, really a good thing. And that's that's where we're going to get started today. So we will start with uh, our fearless, fearless leader. Uh, yes, uh, lost, lost Joe. Talking about the economy. And I, before I play this clip, I cannot believe anybody could say this with a straight face. I mean, honestly, it's amazing that anybody could say it with a straight face, but he does not clearly, not well, but he does say it and he's not laughing. So check this out. Trickle down economics. It doesn't work. My plans are produce the strongest, fastest, most widespread economic recovery America has ever experienced. What? With record jobs, new record small businesses and wages rising. It's the foundation for an economy that works for working families. Because of that foundation, we're better positioned than any country in the world to overcome global inflation that we're seeing and reach a new chapter of stable and steady growth. So let's come together. Okay. And focus on what's matter. On what matters. To focus on what's matter. Let's build an extraordinary progress we made. Let's continue to build this economy from the bottom up and the middle out. When that happens, everybody does well, including the very wealthy. Yeah, well, it's just one problem, Joe. Uh, none of what you said is is true at all. It's not true at all. Yeah, it's completely deranged. First of all, who the hell with a straight face would get up in front of anybody right now? Let's see, uh, inflation, uh, way outpacing wage gains. I mean, by far. I mean, uh, you know, inflation at a higher percent than it's ever been in my lifetime. Probably will ever see again. I mean you know, 
that's if it starts to level off at some time soon, which there's no indication that it's going to do that. Uh, gas prices at absolute record highs for the highest uh, fuel prices ever, which is going to drive inflation uh even higher. Uh, many people who got those uh, great uh, wage increases you're talking about are poorer and uh, even said that uh, the savings of America, America's savings, is they have more in savings than they've ever had. Well, that's just not true. Here it is. Uh, here comes from a uh, group here. Uh, Fred, I guess, is uh, who did this. <clears throat> anyway, uh, no, this is uh, this is part of the uh, Federal Reserve. Okay, so uh, here it is uh, from looks like uh, from the highest point of money in the bank uh, sometime in 2020. I guess that's when they were handing out all the checks and people had nowhere to spend the money. So that was the highest point ever. Uh, and that took us from an average of around what did it say average around uh the national average is around 10 grand uh, before that. Okay. And then it spiked all the way up to almost uh, 35 grand um, in that time period. Um, 2021, uh, January of 2021, it was around 20. So it had already fallen almost $15,000 on average. And now today, it's at the lowest point it has been in a very, very, very long time. At uh, less than $5,000 in the bank. So Americans are just poor. So it's not true. Uh, all this stuff, all these lies about the record job gains and record small business uh, businesses opening and all that stuff. It is just so tiresome. It is only a record in the way they present it. See... No one, no, no time ever in the history of this country has there ever been a shutdown of everything. Never have we ever shuttered our economy and shut everything down. And especially not for any length of time, which we did in 2020, which really, really hurt the economy. Who would have known? Who could have known anything like that? If you shut everything down and turn everything off, that somehow that hurts businesses. Weird. So yeah, a lot of businesses went out of went out. They just completely went bankrupt. But then what's really strange is what happens after that is people reopen and people go back to work. Well, cuz they want to eat. So that's where you're getting your record growth. It's it's literally just a numbers game. It's not new businesses. It's not new stuff growing. No, it's stuff opening back up. Unfortunately, we're going to be probably at a much smaller scale than, and it looks like we're going to end up being in a smaller scale than we were in 2019 before the pandemic. But they keep trotting it out going, oh, compared to when everybody was locked in their home, nobody could go to work. Oh, there's a lot more jobs now. Really? That's amazing. Weird. How would you do that? Can't imagine the brilliance it took to get that pulled off you mean when people weren't forced to be in their homes and they could go back to work they went back to work that's amazing that's amazing a lot of those businesses didn't survive we're still lower uh lower levels than we were in 2019 before this pandemic which is why the pandemic response totally across the board was completely completely egregious stupid and should never ever ever happen again you want to talk about oh, we can't ever let this happen again that's one of them this can never happen again 
not only this country, but much of the world's infrastructure, period, whether that's uh, financial or anything else, will crumble. It will go away. So we just can't lock things down like that. Ask China, because they're about to hit some major, major rough patches. Saying that America is uh, the best suited country in the world to tackle these kind of problems, well, that's kind of a, a dumb statement, too, because we're the best country in the world to tackle many problems because we are the richest country in the world. So, and the most innovative country in the world. So we're better suited to tackle any problem, really. Uh, it, you know, I mean, that just goes without saying, you know, we have more resources than anywhere else. We have more wealth than anywhere else. We have more freedom than anywhere else. So yes, we are better suited to take on any problem and better suited to succeed than anyone else. But that doesn't mean that we're doing particularly well, especially not in the economy. Um, some estimates are saying that, uh, end of the, end of the summer, early fall, uh, egg prices are even going to go through the roof to the point where hey, they're going to be $1 per egg. So yeah, a dozen eggs costing 12 bucks is just, I mean, that's unfathomable to me. That's what they're warning about. So don't worry. The economy's great. It is in great shape. Best. I don't even know why you're complaining. And he's complaining because his approval numbers are the worst uh, since they started ever measuring these. I mean, he's he's below Trump now. And Trump was, you know, being attacked on every side by every media outlet you can imagine and every activist group they could find. And people were literally rioting in the streets. None of that's happening right now. And still, Joe Biden, worst president ever. Yeah, I don't know if worst president ever. He's in the top two, three. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, his brilliant ideas on the uh, economy, which um, seems to be uh, pretty pretty crazy. Here was one another uh, statement of him. He's just completely out to lunch when he makes these statements about the economy. He took office. Families are carrying about less the economy. debt. Less debt. Savings oh, are less up. debt up. A recent oh. survey from the huh. Federal Reserve yeah. found that more Americans feel financially comfortable <laughs> than any time since the survey There's began three lies in there. 2013. Wow. Families feel more financially confident than they have since 2013? Uh, actually, no. I went and looked it up. That is not true. That is just completely made up, fabricated. No idea who gives him these numbers. And why are they giving him charts and numbers? The man can't speak, much less read a chart. Come on. <sighs> Just so bad. So bad. And uh, I don't know. Uh, depends on where you're at. I know here gas prices just went to... 519 as of today. So I'm feeling, uh, let's see, uh, would I say I'm feeling financially secure? Hmm. No, 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 not at all. Um, it's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, you're talking, uh, many people will just be starting to make the uh, decision to uh, try to figure out some different way to uh, make a living because there won't be a way to afford to go back and forth to work. But don't worry, um, we have a a lawmaker from here in Michigan, uh, Debbie Stabenow. Uh, she has the solution. Now, she's old, she's ridiculous, and she's a terrible human being. Uh, and she highlights all of those 
in this one statement. She she really does highlight what a horrible person she is, uh, how out of touch, old, and just completely delusional she is. So here she is uh, bragging about her new electric car that, well, I mean, you can't afford one, but, oh, I can. Ooh. I do have to say just on the issue of... Uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my oh, electric vehicle. Really? I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station and didn't matter how high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move you, to vehicles Putin. that aren't going to be dependent on the um, whims uh -huh. of the oil companies oh, and yeah. the uh, international market. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, let's see how true that is. Uh, first of all, you drove from Michigan to Washington, D.C. You had to stop and charge your car because they don't make one that can go that amount of distance without recharging it, first of all. So you had to recharge it. Now, what was used to charge that battery? Let me think for a minute. Hmm. Well, knowing that corridor very well in that area, uh, that would have been probably, I'm going to go way out on a limb and say 98% coal power and maybe 2%, um, oh no, 1.9% natural gas for that area. And 0.1% was probably the one wind turbine turbine that was actually turning and making power that day so that would be the 0.1 percent was uh a uh, renewable although detrimental as hell to all uh all uh life forms around it but it was really you know good that the oil company didn't help her out i mean not really i mean the oil companies made money off all the plastics that made the car and the containers for the battery and um, the tires, the brakes, the oil that lubricates it, uh, the roads that were paved for her to drive on, huh? Well, you know, they just didn't make money on the gas. That's how stupid we're talking. This is how stupid these people are. I hate to say I can't pull punches. I can't. If you're stupid, you're stupid. You have all the same opportunities that everyone else has to educate yourself, Okay. It's really easy. In fact, a lot of it doesn't even take a whole lot of educating. You can just sit down for five minutes and actually use your brain. But that's too much to ask for people like this. Uh, she's just a ridiculous person. And, you know, yeah, she can afford, I guess, to buy a $80,000 um, Tesla or whatever. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but um, inflation's really high right now. And where is that inflation hitting super hard that we know of? Oh, that's right. Vehicles are extremely more expensive than they were before. But you know what? Tell everybody to throw theirs away. Why are you driving a gas car? Just take it to the junkyard. Just go ahead and scrap it and get an electric car. It's made from everything. Green. Well, no, it's not. It's made of all the same shit. And it's powered primarily by coal. But hey, don't worry about that. At least it's not oil. people making the head hurt uh so yeah that she's got to go that's all there is to it get her out of office please someone please i i just you know i'm one person i can only cast one vote uh unlike uh people apparently in other parts of the country um 
shout out to uh, 2000 Mules there. If you uh, haven't checked that out yet, uh, you definitely are missing out. Watch that. And then you'll see that why I say that, unfortunately, I only have one vote to cast. But, you know, you have one as well. And we've got to get people like this far, far, far away from anything uh, to do with power because uh, they're just they're terrible at it terrible at it so the economy is not doing good so that takes care of our money we don't have more money in fact uh, according to the fed we are at the lowest levels uh in i mean decades of less than five thousand dollars uh average in savings so um and i'm not even one of those people so i guess you know that's how it goes but uh don't worry we've got a lot of uh we'll move on from uh money Two guns. Guns, yes, of course, guns are still still in the news, still over and over and over again. And I want to say here that I am very, very, I mean, obviously, as everyone else is, uh, concerned about, um, you know, these mass shootings or, or murders of any kind. And uh, I am going to go out and uh, try to promote a new uh, way to deal with it. And my way to do with it is I would like to ban uh, murder if we could do that. Make it illegal to kill people. I mean, maybe that would stop this. Oh, wait. It's already illegal? Oh. Huh. That's weird because I was under the impression that all you had to do was pass a law. And suddenly everybody just followed it and you would not have these problems anymore. So I thought in my crazy ideas, I thought, well, maybe people don't know that it's not legal to shoot and kill people. And so maybe we should just put a ban on that. I, I thought maybe that would be a good approach. We'll ban killing people and then people won't kill people anymore. I mean, has anyone thought of this? That's what you're talking about. When and people say, well, that's just stupid. Well, that's exactly what they're saying. Well, I mean, it's just because it's so easy and legal for people to get guns. Oh, okay. So making it illegal will make them stop doing illegal things. Are they already doing illegal things? I, I Huh? It really is just that simple uh, to them. It really is just that simple. It's just that simple and easy. Oh, well, if we take everybody's guns away... All the all the criminals, I mean, they're going to just give up their guns. There won't be a problem. Um, I'm glad to hear someone. And uh, by the way, um, this is Thomas Massey. He's uh, a, a junior senator from Kentucky, uh, originally born and raised, I believe, in West Virginia, uh, which may be why um, uh, I think I agree with him so much on a lot of these things. Uh, I like, you know, I like his style of being able to just come out and saying, hey, you know, this is stupid. It's dumb. And all of you know it. And so I'm just going to come out and say it. Here is Thomas Massey uh, on their gun plans. Uh, here's what he had to say. Cuts up. Each and every one of these gun control bills in this single title is unserious and unconstitutional and suffers from the, the problem, the inherent problem that almost all gun control suffers from. And that is criminals do not obey the law. They do not follow the law. Who, who here today thinks that criminals are gonna read the Safe Storage Act? And, and you know, some gang members gonna say, oh, I better lock this gun up or else they'll come and take it. Who here today thinks that a, a 19 year old criminal is gonna obey the, the restriction on age? for uh, having a gun. Nobody here believes this. 
These are unserious, but they're worse than that. They're going to compromise the rights and the safety of individual citizens, law-abiding citizens. Let me tell you the story of Nikki Goser, who's testified here in Congress, and she worked for me in my congressional office. Nikki watched her husband murdered, get murdered in front of her, viciously in a gun-free zone, while her licensed firearm was in her car outside of the restaurant. Mm. Now, see, there's another thing. We should ban killing people inside of gun-free zones. And then that way it'll stop it, right? Because, you know, they tried banning guns in these areas. And for some reason, some people just didn't understand, I guess. And they brought guns into gun-free zones. That's weird, too, because, I mean, according to this, no one would ever, ever violate a law for any reason. So that must be the answer. Just outlaw killing people. Oh, go on. She... That haunts her today. Ben and her had just recently been married and they just wanted to be in this restaurant and they followed the law and he was murdered by her stalker in front of her. Now she went on to get the laws changed in Tennessee to get rid of that gun-free zone. But that's one example, just one example of how all the rest of these are gonna fail. The criminals do not follow the law. I wanna close with this. Some of my colleagues have said that the uh, assault weapons ban from 1994 to 2004 reduced mass public shootings by 40%. They, they make up a number a lot of times, but I'll take whatever number they use. Do they know that sales of AR-15 style weapons went up during, from 1994 to 2004? Because it was just a cosmetic ban. So if the, if the assault weapons ban had any effect, how did it have an effect? The ownership, and sales and transfer of AR-15 style weapons went up during that period. So I would just close by saying, you can't make a good law by putting six bad laws together. Really? It's not gonna work. It will infringe on our constitutional rights and the Democrats don't seem to care. I yield back. Huh, that's weird. And I always thought that, like I know they say two wrongs don't make a right, but they don't say anything about six wrongs. I mean, six wrongs could make a right. We don't know. But, I mean, Thomas Massey says it won't. So, I sort of kind of agree with him. It probably won't, you know. For some reason, I don't think you're going to have a scenario where uh, gang members are getting together. Like, well, we're going to go out and uh, have a drive-by. We're going to go get those guys. And the one guy's like, oh, man, you know, I'm not old enough to have a gun. So, I can't go with you. Or... What do I do if we get pulled over and I don't have my trigger lock? What is going to happen? It's weird. It's weird. I don't believe that. Uh, I don't believe that conversation is ever going to happen. Huh? It's really strange how that works. And we know this because, well, it continues to happen in places. Well, strangely enough, it seems to keep happening in gun-free zones. So we've talked about this just the other day. It's really strange. Uh, but I, like I said, I am coming out. I'm going to be a big activist now. I think we should have a ban on killing other people. So uh, maybe we can get a, a community together. We could get us a, a good nonprofit together. And maybe we could force the government to start banning uh, killing each other. And then that will fix it. You won't even have to worry about the guns, you know, because people will know they can't kill each other. So they just won't. 
and uh, that should fix the whole problem. Should fix the whole problem. Um, here is another. We're staying in my uh, my native home, I guess, uh, area. Uh, we had Thomas Massey there. He's uh, a very, very uh, smart guy. Um, unfortunately, uh, now we're going to hear from Joe Manchin, which, you know, I've tried to say many times that, you know, yeah, he agrees with a few things, but he's still got that big D in front of his name. And apparently that makes your brain malfunction, I guess. Uh, not saying that the other side, uh, their brains don't malfunction because many of them do, but, uh, on guns and stuff, it's just amazing how much their brain malfunction. Here's Joe Manchin talking about, uh, well, he's just open to whatever they want to do about guns. Something that would have prevented this raising the age, mm-hmm. making sure that the age at least gives us a chance to work with that person, see him and evaluate and, and mm-hmm. have a little maturity to them. And the- Okay, yeah, because if he knew that it wasn't legal for him to have the gun at 21 or at uh, 18. Oh, wait a second. He killed a bunch of people. Is it illegal to kill people? So it's illegal to kill people. So he would have been worried about the gun being illegal brilliant i think that uh, that works every day that works every day again you're going in for life in prison possibly since you're in uh, texas uh more than likely death penalty kind of uh, situation there you're going to get the death penalty so you're going to be put to death um but yet you're really really going to be concerned of man i'm not 21 i can't even carry this gun around that's crazy and their argument is well you wouldn't be able to buy it oh okay Uh uh-huh yeah he wouldn't be able to buy it legally is what you mean you know like legal responsible gun owners are able to buy them legally no he would have just bought a gun on the corner and killed a bunch of people because apparently he was ready to kill people so anyway we'll move on now we're going to hear some of the most idiotic things i've heard in a while second thing is that uh uh, that we know that the red flag laws do work as long as there's due process. But so you think raising the age what? from 18 to 21 for all gun purchases? Well, that's it's, it's where it is. Everything except for rifles and long run long guns right now, mm-hmm. or if it's just for these high high capacity weapons. Okay, so here's the other thing. Uh, I just want to throw this out there for people who um, you know are using uh, more than one brain cell. Um, uh, well, we'll talk about it. Never mind. We're going to talk about it in a minute because he's saying that, uh, you know, basically if we raise the age, then it's going to cure a lot of these, uh, gun crimes, uh, because, you know, uh, well, wait a second. You have to be 21 to buy a handgun. Huh? The number one weapon used to commit murder in this country, um, is handguns, by the way, by far, like by, by, you know, an insurmountable, uh, you know, I think it's 94% of all uh, gun homicides are handguns, uh, 3% are rifles. But you know what? If you take away one-tenth of that uh, 3%, you'll still have, uh, you know, 2.9%. But uh, you're making a difference. You're doing something, right? Uh, whatever they want to do, I'm open to. Oh, good, good. Whatever sense. they want to do. Why do you think people even need an AR-15? Yeah, do why? Need why do people to need it? People to do. I never thought I had a need for that type of a high-capacity high automatic <laughs> weapon. Okay, right there. That disqualifies you. You're done. You're done. Uh, AR-15s are not automatic weapons, you dumbass. 
I'm not allowed to go buy automatic weapons. Most of America can't. There is a way that you can purchase a fully automatic weapon. It is uh, very cost prohibitive to start with. Uh, the licensing fees, the special background checks you have to go through. There is a lot of hoops. Uh, I think the minimum amount of time you could expect to wait for all that if you pass all the licensing, if you can actually afford the weapon and afford all of the extra permits and fees and insurance that you're going to have to uh, acquire to then own a fully automatic rifle. Um, yeah, you got to pass all those background checks and uh, have the money to do so. And once you do all that, I'm going to go way out on a limb. Once you do all that and it's all registered, because trust me, uh, anything like that that is sold, uh, there is a registry for it. They know where everyone is. Okay. Um, those aren't the people out killing a bunch of people. I know this because automatic weapons aren't killing people. Um, no one is just going out and spraying places. Okay. So it's a semi-automatic rifle. Now, we're going to go with that. I don't see any need for that. Well, you come from West Virginia. And one of the growing kind of attractions in West Virginia is uh, wild boar hunting. What is the weapon of choice, choice for wild boar? Uh, it's an AR-15. Uh, no, it is not good. It is fun to shoot. They are fun to shoot. Uh, they do kill uh, wild hogs two good things in its favor other than that um there was never i've read the second amendment i it's it's not super long it's not super long i happen to have at my fingertips at all times a handy dandy copy of the constitution and the second amendment is one paragraph a well-regulated regulated militia being necessary to secure security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, did it say that unless there's a significant need for an AR-15? I don't see that in here. It doesn't say anything about need whatsoever. It just says shall not be infringed. Why does it matter why they need it? They want it. There is no need section in the Second Amendment. And I'm sick of this whole, well, I go hunting. I don't see a reason for it. Okay. That's because it's shitty for hunting. But you guys are claiming it's the most deadly thing ever put on earth, which is really, really strange. By the way, uh, if just to clarify, if you were going out and you wanted to shoot a bunch of people uh, and you wanted to make sure they were dead, dead. Okay. I mean, we're talking dead, dead. There's no uh, survivors. Um, an AR is an okay choice. But if you really want to do maximum damage, you would grab a hunting rifle. Um, I hate to ruin everybody's uh, day, but uh, you start uh, firing off uh, 308, um, 30-06 rounds, for example. Uh, those hit people. Um, there are large chunks of them missing that you can't put back together again. Okay, um, There is probably not very many less um, just destructive uh, guns than uh, high-powered hunting rifles. Uh, we're not talking about anything like that. You can still buy those at 18. That's fine. Oh, and by the way, you would not be allowed to buy a semi-automatic AR-15 that you could go shoot hogs or target shoot or have fun with. No, you couldn't buy that. But if the government wants you, well, you can sign up and get a fully automatic and kill as many people as you wish. 
So there's that. That's a little strange. But here he goes. I don't see a need for it. Uh, just whatever. Uh, and I like to shoot. I like to go out and hunt. I like yeah. to go out sports shooting. I do all that. Mm. But I've mm-hmm. never felt I needed mm-hmm. something of that, uh, of mm. that magnitude. Huh. You know, uh, something else he probably didn't think about is uh, he uses uh, shotguns, right? Um, huh. I wonder if he's ever realized that a shotgun much more powerful, much more powerful than a two-two-three round. Just saying, especially if you buy slugs for your, you know, 12-gauge shotgun. Yeah, you want to talk about putting holes in people. Now, that's putting a hole that no amount of super glue can ever patch. Trust me, that is serious damage. But we're not talking about that. We're just taking the one gun that is very popular with the American people. And it's all about hurting the people. The law-abiding people. That's all this is about. That's all it's ever been about. That's that's their goal. They have no... They're not serious. As I said before, if they really wanted to stop something, they would ban killing people. So, yeah. Well, here's Biden telling uh, lies about kids and guns. I really, really hate this one. Data just released by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Guns are the number one killer of children. Wrong. In the United States of America. The number one killer. More than car accidents. More than cancer. Okay. More than car accidents. More than cancer. The number one killer of children. Well, actually, if you uh, take the uh, very, very skewed um, numbers they use, they decided to go all the way from zero to 18. Now, you can imagine if you look into these numbers, if you dig in just a hair, that you will find that uh, the numbers that they are using are completely skewed by, well, the top end of that spectrum. What many would consider uh, maybe still uh, legally children, but uh, if they commit uh, some sort of crime, they can be charged as adults, and that's 15 to 18. Really weird that that is the category that gets the number up there to where it is a leading cause of death. Now, under 15, it is not the leading cause of death okay absolutely is not not even close the only reason that the stat of 15 to 18 throws it so out of whack is i don't know if you know this but a lot of teenagers 15 to 18 years old in major urban areas uh 10 uh, there's a lot of that age group that participate in gang activity where they like to play shooty shooty in the street a lot apparently but we're not worried about their guns because all you have to do is tell them that their guns illegal they'll get rid of them right because that's what chicago that's why chicago is so safe i mean it's one of the safest places in the world i mean it should be right i i heard it's not legal to murder someone in chicago although they don't seem to be able to catch anybody who does murder one another but on top of that they have the strictest and actually uh unconstitutional gun laws in the country strangely enough these uh 15 to 18 year olds seem to get their hands on guns all the time and i know what you're thinking it's indiana's fault the guns have been walking across the border and i know that that's a big problem the guns have been climbing out of the uh gun stores in indiana and they have been running for the border to get into chicago and that is a real problem and we're going to have to maybe put up a border wall to keep those guns out but strangely enough that's illegal too so um 
maybe a few more laws is what they need and maybe they can bring their homicide rate down because maybe maybe not everybody knows that it's illegal to kill each other and uh this may be the winning strategy for somewhere like Chicago. But yes, this is what drives the statistics way up is basically gang members in major urban areas that are in that 15 to 18 year old range shooting and killing each other. Um, other than that, children are not the biggest risk for guns. I've got to take a quick break. I will be right back. Rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left? To distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs. Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor. In China, Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola, stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, <laughs> not woke politicians. All right, and we're back. So, uh, of course, they had to drag out one more celebrity, and this time it's Matthew McConaughey, uh, who has made a big push. Of course, he wants a political career now. And he's all about, man, I'm right in the middle, man. All right, all right, all right, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I don't see left and right, man. I'm, I'm just right down the middle. Uh, I've suspected for a long time that he's full of shit. Um, I mean, he may be an okay actor, uh, by the way, I don't, maybe somebody should tell him, uh, he will make a terrible politician. Uh, number one, because, uh, even though he does well on, uh, reciting lines, I, I don't understand this. Can we please in America start waking up and realizing that the people that we should listen to about things, uh, maybe, maybe not the people that dress up and play make believe for a living. I mean, that's fine. That's great. You got that job. That's cool. Uh, glad you make a lot of money doing it does not make you a super important person because you dress up and play play makeup i i don't make believe i don't uh, why why would you be the authority that i would ask on anything honestly i i don't know i mean unless it's on acting or maybe business involving you know the film industry or something that would be really good questions i could have for you uh, other than that, I, I really don't know why you're suddenly a some huge authority on all these matters. But uh, America, we're just not bright uh, when it comes to that, for sure. But here he is. Uh, he was at the White House. And uh, he says a whole lot without saying anything, which may be just him practicing for being a politician. Every one of these parents wanted what they asked us for. But every parent separately expressed in their own way to Camilla and me, 
that they want their children's dreams to live on. Yeah. That they want their children's dreams to continue mm. to accomplish something after they are gone. They want to make their loss of life matter. Okay. I, I guess. Are, are you saying anything? The parents want their kids dreams to live on i i guess you're not saying anything I, maybe he's practicing up to be uh kamala families of the deceased mothers fathers sisters brothers texas rangers hunters border patrol the fuck and are you talking about gun owners who won't give up their second amendment right to bear arms and you know what they all said we want secure and safe schools, and we want gun laws that won't make it so easy for the bad guys to get these damn guns. Okay, so gun laws it makes it harder for these bad guys to get guns. Okay. Um, has it stopped any bad guys from getting guns? No. Do bad guys go to their local gun store and decide to uh, go through a background check and, you know, say register their gun? No. So how's another law going to stop it? Well, it's not. And he doesn't even propose one because he just keeps talking on in platitudes and bullshit because, well, I mean, that's what he's done for his entire life. That's how he made a living. And fine. That's fine. Go do that. Say a bunch of crap in a make-believe story that seems very inspirational and we'll all move on with life. Okay? But you're not saying anything now. Here we go. That's the mental health care. We need safer schools. We Sounds need to right. Restrain sensationalized media coverage. Terrible. We need to restore our family values. Okay. We need look, to restore our American values. You think that's a win? And we need responsible gun ownership. And we need background checks. Already got them. Mm -hmm. We need to raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 rifle to 21. Why? We need a waiting period for those rifles. We need red flag laws and consequences for those who abuse them. I agree with the last part. These are reasonable, practical, tactical regulations to our nation, states, communities, schools, and homes. Responsible gun owners are fed up with the Second Amendment being abused and hijacked by some deranged individuals. Yeah, well, the only thing that you said that was right in there is, um, yeah, we're sick of people abusing uh, guns by deranged individuals. Yeah, I mean, everybody's sick of that. Um, you know, uh, I'd even proposed the idea of stop uh, using uh, these shooters' names. I, I don't think we should. I think the day you become a mass shooter is the day you don't exist anymore, period. Don't care. I think we should make it a point. To make it don't care on no news ever they just become suspect until they are dead suspect maybe go with their inmate number after they're convicted or until they're uh you know lethal injected or whatever deperson them maybe they seem fine with doing it to all conservatives why not do it to people who commit mass murder That'd be fine with me. Nobody's going to know your name. You'll never get notoriety from it. You're a suspect until your inmate number or whatever. 
I'm fine with that. That should be something we should work on. It's never going to happen because the media can't stand the loss of publicity. So there's no way they're going to agree to that. And there's no way for us to force them to uh, because we have a First Amendment right. And, you know, I'm not going to infringe on that. I'm just saying as a as a group of people, we could uh, come together and say, hey, you know, we're just not going to give this much oxygen to people. Uh, we could try something like that. I don't think you get a lot of pushback from either side on that one. Just say, hey, listen, you're not going to gain notoriety or fame for this. No one's going to know who the hell you are. All you're going to be is a terrible person that doesn't have a name anymore. I don't know. But, uh, you know, that that's not what we're talking about. Red flag laws. I mean, uh, serious consequences for people that abuse them. Uh, yeah, if you want to use a red flag law. Um, I don't particularly like these, uh, when it comes to, uh, domestic disputes and that sort of thing, uh, because it is used uh, vindictively. But if you decide that, yes, we could put in place some red flag laws. Okay. And there does need to be serious consequences for those who abuse them. In other words, people are having, and it doesn't have to be male or female, uh, you know, pick whatever, um, you know, genitals you want. And say, hey, you know, my ex is a crazy person and they have guns and, you know, I want them taken away just to be, you know, mean and vindictive and cause the police to show up there. And and once it's found out to be that, then you should spend some time in jail because, you know, it should be no different than turning in a false uh, 911 call. Serious consequences for doing so. I would be fine with that. Other than that, you're not saying anything. Make it 21 for someone to buy an AR-15. That doesn't change anything. We've already went over the handgun thing. It's already 21 to buy a handgun. Handguns kill more people than any other weapon. So that's not working, obviously. Again, we're back to the same logic of, well, let's just ban killing each other. All we have, well, that's not working either. Maybe we should address what's wrong with people. Maybe we should start looking at that. Maybe we shouldn't celebrate mental illness. Maybe we shouldn't encourage mental illness. Maybe these are some of the things that we should address. Should we address the mental health crisis in America? Well, of course we should. We really do need to do something about the mental health situation in America. That includes, by the way, addiction, which is what causes most of the murders in this country. Most of the murders are committed because of addiction. And why is it because of addiction? Well, it's because of drug trafficking, turf wars, people then, you know, with addiction, going in, robbing, killing people. I mean, there's so many things that are all evolved from one major problem, and that is the addiction problem and the drug problem we have here, and we have for a very long time. You want to really address some mental health issues, that's how you would do it. You start there. That would be your biggest one that you would have to tackle. Now, how do you solve all that? I don't have the answer for that, but that is something we can look at and start working on. You would solve, I guarantee you, well over half of all murders in this country, you can eliminate by figuring out a solution to the drug and addiction problem in America. You could solve it. Now, there's a worthy goal. Now, is it an ambitious goal? Well, of course it is. It's insanely ambitious. And it's something that I would have to do a lot of research to figure out how to start working on it, you know. But that's a real place to start. 
mass shootings and these kind of killings are so rare, it is hard to know how to prevent them in any way other than fortifying the schools and putting people there who can fight back against these things to protect the children. Other than that, there's really not a great way to stop them because most of these people, I would say 99% of them are truly psychopaths. You know, we dealt with this before with a multitude of serial killers. They're psychopaths. Why are they hard to find? Because you don't know who they are. They hide in plain sight. That is the problem. Has anybody solved how you uh, stop a serial killer before they start? No. That's why people are still so enamored with so many of these cases over the years because they're just such an anomaly. So are the people that go and commit mass murder like this. They're the same mindset of people they are psychopaths they are truly uh just in a different place and so it is really hard to do there are ways to figure it out the number one way you're not going to do it well i can name you a bunch of them taking guns away from law-abiding citizens that's not going to solve anything it's only going to hurt your political enemies which is the point to start with Number two, you're just going to disarm the populace to make them easily or easier to control. Again, that is the purpose from the top down. You're not going to solve any of this. Making it 21, well, then I just won't go to the gun store and buy it. I'm going to buy it on the street. Do you think the people, the guy in the you know back alley with a gun and a bag is going to be like, oh, well, I can't sell you this. Um, we're going to have to do a background check. No, of course not. That's stupid. But that's what these people are saying. They're saying that somehow all this is going to stop because you make another law. We have thousands and thousands and thousands of laws. None of them has been able to solve people wanting to do horrible things. They just haven't. They haven't been able to solve that. And for a long time, we heard, uh, you know, the two sides of the argument on, uh, you know, religion argue this out. And you had atheists going, well, if I had to have a government uh, legislate uh, morals to me, I mean, or, uh, yeah, they don't want the, the country legislating their morals or I shouldn't have to have a book to tell me how I should live and all that. There's these arguments that go back and forth about how you can't legislate morality or you know you couldn't have a religion a book tell you how to be moral well maybe we should figure out some way to start uh, instilling some basic morals and values in people because that is a huge loss apparently right now is morals and values hence why you have uh you know no problem with certain people going in and killing a whole bunch of people because that is a you know obvious huge moral deficiency so a lot of these things that we got to, uh, got to address, and they're not easy to address. <sighs> I like this tweet, though. I did see this t- tweet. Um, it's from Zeke Arkham, okay, uh, also known as Dark Chocolate Maga on Twitter. Zeke Arkham. All right. I like this. This is exactly what I'm talking about. It says, uh, I'm not going to cut off my penis in order to stop others' rapes. Yeah, that'd be dumb. What's that going to help anybody? I'm not going to give up my own car to stop others drunk driving. Well, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to keep my hands in my pockets just to stop others from being assaulted. Well, true. I mean, I'm not assaulting them, so why should I have to walk around with my hands in my pockets just because, yeah. And I'm not giving up my own guns because others commit murder. Hmm. Yeah. Says it all, right? 
says it all. And what I found really despicable was, first of all, you had Biden uh, come out, and I, I think I had the clip here uh, where he's talking about uh, they had to use DNA. These uh, AR-15s do so much damage. They're so destructive that they had to use DNA to uh, identify uh, the kids in Uvalde, which is just absolute insane. That's not true. And then what I found really, truly despicable and sick was on the Matthew McConaughey thing. Uh, they brought in a pair of shoes from one of the victims to hold up and show people to just be so over the top. And I mean, to me, it's just macabre. Why the fuck do you have those? And give those to the family. They're, they're, the hell is wrong with these people? Why would you do that? Why do you have them? Oh, it's just so gross. Gross people. So gross, so screwed up. Anyway, <clears throat> we've covered some money. We've covered some guns. Now it's time for the sexocracy of America. The, the ruling class of, uh, well, I guess you just have to be of a certain persuasion or you just can't participate anymore or you have to support it. I don't know. Uh, people are not allowed to be free. Uh, story coming out uh, from ESPN, the host, uh, Sarah Spain. Uh, was very, very upset because six of the Tampa Bay Rays uh, baseball players decided they did not want the rainbow logo uh, that they had rolled out for pride on their uniform and decided not to wear it. Now, they did not come out and make any statements saying that they hated gay people or anything like that. In fact, it was quite the opposite. They came out and said, listen... We accept everybody. We, we try to show love and compassion to everybody. But our personal religious belief, we don't really agree with it. So we're not going to wear and, and wear it on our bodies. That's literally what they said. They said, you know, you do you. You're fine. We love and accept you. You are our family, whatever. But uh, just personally, we don't want to put it on our body because we feel that our, um, our religious teachings teach that it's not right. And, and we don't want to put it on our body. But you do you, boo. That's basically what it said. It didn't actually say those words, but that was essentially it. There was no hate. There was no, uh, you know, demonizing anyone. They said, hey, you know, we accept everybody. We love everybody. It's just our personal choice. We don't we don't really support it. We don't want to put it on our body. We just want to go play baseball. We thought we had the right to free speech and free expression. We're not making a big deal. We just didn't want to wear the rainbow today. Okay. Now, I remember a time in America where that was considered normal. That was just normal. Yeah, they have the right to say it. Hey, agree or disagree, they have the right to say it. Okay, gotcha. Apparently not. Sarah Spain at ESPN goes on a rant. She was so upset that these players were hateful, bigots, religious nuts because they didn't put the rainbow logo. They didn't want to wear it. They just re wore their regular uniforms and they went out and did their job, which their job is to play baseball. And they went out and played their game. And, uh, you know, they just didn't wear the rainbow and said, hey, listen, our religion, you know, says that it's, you know, what we believe in believes that that's not a lifestyle that we should participate in. We're not saying other people shouldn't. We're not saying that we have any ill will. We, we love and accept anybody. Uh, it's just not personally what I'm going to do. And so, yeah, she uh, comes out and says they're hateful bigots, they're homophobes, they're all this stuff, and uh, basically just shows what a Nazi she is. And that's indicative around the country. Now, you cannot not 
what do you mean you're not gay well no no i'm not gay why aren't you wearing a rainbow to support support what what are we doing where are we at i mean have you seen the amount of pride stuff now i mean every company every company has to have a pride uh, logo or uh, a pride it's so insane i don't care about the sexuality of my cookies i didn't know they had one i thought they were cookies it's just it is agonizing and it's ridiculous i i most of it makes no sense to me. I don't care what you do. And I don't care what genitals you prefer. I don't even know why that's a, a why it's a freaking thing. Why I mean, there's pride in that. I don't I don't understand. Why don't you just, you know, do you? We're not going to bother you. You do you. You're our friends, our neighbors, whatever. I mean, please please tell me that is not the most interesting thing there is about you as a person is, you know, where you put your junk. I I, why haven't we got there yet? What are we doing? There's, you know, huge pride sections everywhere now. We have to celebrate it for an entire month. Why? What are we celebrating, by the way? I, I don't get it. And that's not a hateful comment. That's just reality. I don't care what you do. You do you. That's fine. Just leave it alone. It just, it, it does blow my mind. But it gets out of control. Here is a, uh, this is where it goes really off the rails. Uh, there is a, a new uh, activist group. This is some kind of activist group um, involving some schools, I guess. So It's so bad. Anyway, uh, these are trans activists. Uh, this is about trans colonialism. So if you don't know what that is, I didn't either. Nobody else did. It's a made up term. But I guess in their way is because um, the majority of the people that were here were straight. So it's straight. I don't know. I just got a migraine. To tell you the truth, I just got a migraine trying to work out what the hell they're even talking about. Anyway, uh, here they are. Uh, talking about how their trans colonialism is, is man, they need help. We have to acknowledge that the center of the transphobic colonial order that we are talking about that has erased this history is warfare. I love and it is warfare against indigenous people. For gender, myself. Okay, how many indigenous people, if you want to call them that, which they're not actually indigenous. I, I, I guess we forgot this whole thing. Uh, if you're calling indigenous just the people that have been here the long... I, they're not indigenous. As far as we know, and as far as we've been able to research so far, there were no actual indigenous people here in the Americas. There were people that left Siberia and China, Mongolia region that uh, came across the land bridge through, you know, Alaska and, and down into the U.S. and down into South America. I mean, that's that they, they they're not indigenous. But anyway, um, 
But how many of the indigenous people were transgendered? Is that where we're going? Because that's what it sounded like he was saying, that there was a whole bunch of trans, trans Indian people. And somehow the white Europeans stomped out. I, huh? I don't know. It goes on. It's been a constant, you know, struggle under colonialism. Not see. to accept and affirm myself, but to find acceptance <laughs> and affirmation and understanding outside of myself. Um, it was colonial society that influenced me to hate myself to separate and fracture parts of my identity. Talk about so, your uncle tried to kiss you at a barbecue. My reflection and how I saw myself <laughs> and how that self related to everything else around me and the relationship to myself and to the land. I really see all gender dysphoria as being a product of colonialism. Wow. Colonialism is. So. After hearing that, you would think, well, that's just somebody making up a skit or something. No, it's not. Uh, actually, what it should be is a group therapy session at an insane asylum is what it should be. Because this shit is absolutely 100% batshit crazy. It goes on. There's many more crazy people with this. To want to live in a world where... Um you know, if I call myself a unicorn, I'd be that. And people will be well with that. You want to live in a world where if I want to decide to call myself a unicorn, then that's okay and everybody will agree with that. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, that world is called unicorn world. And unfortunately, we don't live in unicorn world. Uh, there's not even a unicorn in this world. That you could even pretend to be because it's a mythical creature. I. I don't. It's just mental illness is what it is. Do you believe you're a unicorn? Well, then maybe you need to take some medication, maybe some therapy. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand why why this is uh, such a hard concept to figure out. I mean, do I just, just I mean, oh, it's make-believe. It's make-believe. Um, I obviously. really see all gender dysphoria as being a product of colonialism. I 100%, you know, want to still be able to look in the mirror and see every part of myself as a woman. See well, every well, that's a problem. And, and the problem is you want to look in the mirror and see something that's not real. And maybe you can do that if you take enough hallucinogens or, you know, you just are in denial. But at the end of the day, how you were born is how you were born. That That's who you are. I, I'm sorry. I mean, and there's uh, the movie, and I've done the preview for it, for What is a Woman. Actually, I'm going to watch it uh, tomorrow, I believe. Um. Jordan Peterson's on there, and he says, well, what are we going to do? We have masculine females. And, and feminine males. And what are we going to do about that? What are we going to just carve them all up? And that's a great thing. I mean, is that what we're going to do? I'm sorry that, you know, many, many, many people are not happy with their bodies. I'm not. Many people aren't. There are very few people probably on this planet that are truly, truly can say they are completely happy with their body when they look in the mirror and be like, well, I can lose a few pounds while I like to put on a little bit of whatever it is. 
But it's seriously an illness if you're like, man, I just want everybody to agree with me that everything about me is a female when I'm a male. I I, I don't know. And he goes on to lay, name some stuff where I don't know. Part of myself, unfortunately, as a spirit, you know, trans woman, <laughs> a beautiful being. My mustache, you know, my all of my facial hair, my untrimmed brows, you know, like my my fat ass, like my my belly. <laughs> My big dick, like you know everything. I want, I what? want I to be able to dick. see every part of myself. <laughs> as a woman. be a shallow guy about you, it. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I want to be called non-binary, transform my whole life. No, I don't. I just want to be called Randy. Aisha, Randy? Well, know, which is it? Randy you know, or Aisha? You to call uh, me, pick know, a lane, Wayne's character. Daddy, if I want Hated you to, it. I want Slap to me around people, and call you know, me Susan. People, they, when I would bring up pronouns, they would come up with Wakanda. They would come up with Pokemon Trainer. They would come up with whatever what? was on their heart. And I was like, that is the world I want to see. Where we're calling ourselves uh, cyborgs. We're calling ourselves <laughs> whatever we need in order to shop. feel good about ourselves. Like. I want people, I want to force other people to call me whatever makes me feel good for the day. That's the world I want to live in. Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Um, maybe there's a planet where that happens. I, I <laughs> Pokemon trainer. I want to be called mommy or daddy, whatever, whatever. I want them to call me just so I can feel good. What are you on? I would like to know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people. <laughs> oh, boy, the unfortunate part about this is that's not even the craziest one. I've got the craziest one coming up right now. And he is, uh, yes, he's a trans activist who is some sort of indigenous is what he is saying, I think, or something or how he's connecting to his indigenous heritage. Um, yeah, you'll love this what really radicalized me at a very young age amongst many other things uh you know hearing those screams every morning is what really radicalized me because what? there are things that most other folks around me including my my mother could not hear um yeah, the voices. and there are things that they that you know that did not affect those individuals in the of same way um and I carried that. I followed those screams, you know, into the woods as a child. Um, what? My parents, you know, didn't really like watch me very much. Parents, You're sorry, should I say, didn't really watch me very much yeah. uh, growing up. So I often We're wandered into the woods people. and was taught yeah. um, by my ancestors in those woods, you know, in, in the forms of nature spirits, um, in the forms of elementals, in the forms of, you know, natural deities and old gods you know while i was out there you know i was taught many things <sighs> Boy. so how much how much medication do you think you should be taking i'm gonna go on a limb and say a lot a lot of medication a lot of medication uh a lot of observation while taking that medication um the hell is wrong with you? I mean, I heard screams. I followed them into the woods. What? What is this? Is some kind of screwed up horror movie? What are you talking about? Can you imagine? I was a kid. I woke up. I heard screams. I crawled out the window and followed them into the woods. No. No, that's called crazy. Crazy, crazy. Well, I just I followed things that other people didn't hear. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. That's, that's called schizophrenia. All right. What kind of medication are you on? 
See, this is a prime example. See, this is what red flag laws are for. See, you hear the man talking about spirits and gods in the woods that were screaming and led him to them in the woods. And you say, you know what, sir, you're free to move around and, and talk all your gobbledygook, but we're, we're going to hold on to the gun. Okay, we're, we're going to hold on to that. Um, we're not sure what the uh, elemental uh, natural deities in the forest are going to tell you to do after they stop screaming i mean it's actually quite sad as funny as it is to hear somebody go yeah screaming i've heard since i was a kid what <laughs> mm, 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 mm. um you know where's pfizer that's what i want to know they can come up with crappy shots they want to give everybody 14 of them a year to try to keep you from uh catching covid which you're going to catch anyway um can they do something for this i mean for fuck's sake can you find something to get the screaming to stop in this man's head so then he won't be worried that his uh, apparently that his dick is female i don't know i mean ah, but uh, i'm gonna get to the very end of this very end of this because all this craziness you just heard all these people talking completely insane bat shit off the wall crazy they, this was paid for by the government by the way uh this is uh washington i believe it had this was a bunch of groups got together and i believe this had something to do with the schools in washington by the way so that was helpful that was very helpful i'm sure the kids learned a lot uh I'm, i think it was for the teachers who knows um it should have been for a, a group therapy session where everybody's in straight jackets but uh the one, uh, whatever it is, I, I was going to say the one female, I have no clue. I mean, it might have been the one that wanted to be called Daddy and uh, Irene, whatever. Uh, she's got a great idea how you fix all of it. Um, I think another way that you can support people who are doing community work, if you have like access to generational wealth, if you're white um, and your parents, you know, like have like a savings account that is, you know, very much so connected to slavery and land theft, what? you know, pay people, pay people directly, give them the money so they can have the financial security in order to rest. And nope. Okay. Um, first of all, um, we're going to be paying uh, out the ass uh, for the, um, unpaid medical bills that are going to ensue because uh, pretty sure you're going to be in a padded room for a while uh, pretty sure you don't have the money to uh, pay for said uh, treatment that's going to be probably prolonged uh, so we're going to be paying for that already and why am i robbing my parents uh, my parents that worked hard um, how, what year do you think it is that somebody has generational wealth built from slavery? It's 2022, you dumbass. The hell are you talking about? They have a large bank account consisting from slavery. Slavery? You don't think that money would have been spent, uh, I don't know, a couple hundred years ago? Maybe? Possibly? The odds that there would be anyone around this person that had any direct tie to slavery well let's just say you got better chances of probably hitting the powerball not a lot not very high most of the people in this country have not been here <laughs> you know and their families haven't been here since that time I mean, mine's a prime example. My my family came here and uh, you know as far as I can tell most of them came here um you know, early 1900s, you know, 
Um, by the way, that's after slavery. Just for, you know, I can't assume that people know anything. But anyway, um, yeah, she said, just just take your parents' bank accounts and just start giving me money because I want to rest. Yeah, we all want to rest, honey. You know, we all want to rest. None of us want to have to go to work. I mean, whether we hear screams in the forest or not, I mean, most of us would love to have just some free cash and get a lounge at home. And But we certainly don't want to fund any more of this stupidity. She goes on. <laughs> and connect um, with their communities in a way that they wouldn't have to because they've been working, because they've been doing this work. We've always been no. doing this work. Being productive um, and what have you. Why don't you stop doing this work and actually do some real work that would be productive for society? Then maybe the screaming would stop. I don't know. Randy brought this up before, but like, pay that money. You know, reparations, like, pay that money to us now because we need that. We don't have, especially for black and indigenous folks, we don't have, like, um, you know, a safety net in order to take that time to heal. Um, and it can be a privilege for some. So um, if you have those resources, share them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I should try that. I should try that. If you have the resources, I mean, just pay me to be a lazy shit, would you? I need to rest and connect with Mother Earth and, and lecture you about how um, trans-colonialism has ruined my... I don't know. Somebody paid a lot of money. I, In fact, I would... Uh, uh, agree that since the government uh, of some sort, whether it was federal, state, local, uh, paid them to say all this crazy shit on camera, um, you're already getting paid uh, to rest and do nothing because that did nothing for anyone. Anyway, I've run out of time for today. I will be back on Sunday. Uh, some new Pfizer uh, information, new uh, uh, information coming out, released by them in this uh, big report they were supposed to have released and then they said they're going to take 100 years or something or 75 years to release it all and the judge said nope you're going to start doing it now more of that information's coming out more of the statistics are coming out it doesn't look great uh but i want to check it all before i actually come out and say what uh what the numbers say and these are from pfizer this isn't from some other group studying it this is their own studies internally doesn't look good and some more studies on masks as well has come out and uh, that's really screwed up too so we're going to look at a lot of that on sunday uh, and if you have a question comment anything idea story idea whatever it may be you can do so you can get in touch with me at eric's america pod on facebook eric's-america.com is the website eric underscore podcast on twitter and ericsamericapod at gmail.com. All of it will come to me because I can't afford a staff because apparently I don't qualify for the free money out of people's bank accounts. I don't know. Don't we all wish? For sure. Anyway, I will be back on Sunday. Until then, just remember, it's no agenda, just America.